Hello and welcome to Saird's Audio Fan Fictions. I'm Saird. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we'll be continuing on with Chapter 2 of November's Secret by Lana Berry, a Yuri on Ice fanfiction. If you've missed any episodes or just want a refresher, please follow the links in the description below. There, you should find links to past episodes and chapters. Also, just a reminder, the entirety of this fic will be made available to download as a single complete audiobook upon the fic's completion. It and other complete works can be found on my website at www.sairdsaudiofanfics.com. Alright, with all that out of the way, I'm so excited to get to Chapter 2. Let's get started, shall we? Happy listening! Chapter 2 Tabula Raza Are you going to use your real name? Yuri glanced up at Yuko, his hands pausing halfway through tying his laces. My real name? Yeah, for the competition, she elaborated. She stood over him, her hands crossed before her chest, her foot tapping against the tiled floor. In the last year, she had grown taller, hitting a growth spurt suddenly, and now she towered over him. She often liked to tease him about it followed by a comment that she knew he would get his someday, too. Oh, Yuri breathed. He glanced down again at his skates, seeing the vision waver a little without his glasses. He was a little too young to have contacts yet, and there was no space under the mask for him to wear his glasses. He'd steadily grown used to the way the world blurred. He glanced back at the mask by his side. Even after a year, it still looked new, as if he and Yuko had just bought it. There were a few little marks, hidden underneath the pattern around the edge, from where he had fallen on the ice and it had hit the ground. I didn't think about that, he said. Now, though, now it was prominent in his thoughts. Could he use his name? Or would that destroy the fragile persona he had gathered? Would it make wearing the mask useless? If he just skated with his name anyway? What name did you put on the forms? I... I haven't submitted them yet. My tutor was going to hand them in after the practice today. Good. Then enough time to change the name. If you want to, of course. Yuri glanced up at her again. Did he want to? He found the answer coming to him quickly. Yes. If he had come this far to create someone so unlike himself, then a name would breathe more life into it. He couldn't just half-ass the whole development. He gave a firm nod. But what name? Well, the person you've created is confident, strong, can do anything. So we need to think of a good, strong name. The pressure was suddenly mounting. A new name. A new name. Not just a first name, but a surname. Yuri could feel his mouth drying out, his heart thumping. A whole new name. The pressure was mounting. 
It was like giving a name to a real person. He couldn't just change this halfway through the competition. It had to be perfect. Sensing his nerves, Yuko sat next to him and suggested, How about we just come up with a first name to begin with, and then find a surname that sounds good with it? Yuri nodded. Okay. I'm going to throw some names out, and you tell me if you like them. At his reluctant nod, she said, You've made this whole new persona, and you know them just as well as you know yourself. I'm sure that one name will just fit, and you won't understand why. Something will just sing to you, you know? No, he didn't know, and he wasn't too sure. But he shrugged. Yuki? He shook his head. It's a little too close to mine, don't you think? That's right. Um, Hiro? A no. Kaito? No. Haruto? No. Haru? Usui. Ita? Ryo? Kosuke? Ryozaki? Takeru? No, 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 no. Yuri stopped her before she could continue, already feeling as if this was going nowhere. But she was insistent. She continued to fire off names as quickly as she could, pushing away Yuri's small, chubby hands as he tried to shut her mouth. She saw it as a game. He saw it as embarrassing. Before too long, though, Yuri's tutor ventured into the dressing room. He asked why Yuri hadn't come out yet, if there was something wrong. Yuri quickly did his laces up tightly and placed the mask on again, rushing to continue with practice. I'll keep thinking of names until you finish, Yuko promised. Names rattled inside his mind as he practiced. His tutor had him doing a few more jumps, trying for double rotations this time. Yuri welcomed the challenge, feeling the nerves leave him with each successful landing. A few not-so-perfect, close to unbalancing him, but he was learning. Soon he felt the confidence that only the mask could bring him coursing through him. He lifted his limbs as if they had a life of their own. He felt as light as a feather. He felt like he could do anything. It thumped inside of him, like music, rushing with his blood. It sung and it spoke beautiful words into his ears. It made promises. Promises he felt like he could accomplish. For the first time in his life, Yuri felt like he could be better. With it, it brought courage. The fear was pushed away, and his mind was filled with names and promises and dares. As he picked up speed ready for a jump, an idea struck. He sped up more. He readied himself. He felt his heart give one solid beat before he kicked his pick into the ice and let himself soar. He hadn't attempted it before. He hadn't even thought of trying, and his tutor didn't think he was ready for it. And yet, now, in a course of what was probably only a second or two, he felt he was. He counted the rotations, passing the world in a blur, feeling the time extend until it was like the universe was timeless, 
stationary. Like time didn't matter. Weightless. He was flying, without fear. And when he needed to come down, he readied himself with a calm breath, doing it just the way he was taught, and touched down on the ice with only a slight shake. He kicked out his leg to balance himself, and once he found his center, he glided to a halt. It was only then that he noticed his breathing was coming out in pants, and his legs were just a little sore from the strain. He turned to his tutor and opened his arms, a gesture that screamed, Did you see that? See him, he did. The tutor was frozen on the spot, watching the little boy with an open mouth and wide eyes. For a split second, Yuri wondered if he had done something wrong. His tutor hadn't said it was all right to attempt a triple yet, but he felt he was ready. A triple wasn't too much, right? He hadn't tried a quad. That would have been stupid. And he was sure he didn't look elegant or beautiful, not like the skaters that Yuko loved to watch. But it was his first time. He lowered his arms, feeling the anxiety settle in again. Did I do something wrong? It seemed to snap the man out of his surprise. He rubbed his eyes and blinked them awake, then skated closer to the boy. He had a small smile on his lips as he looked down. No, not at all. I was just surprised. He patted Yuri's shoulder and gave him a big smile, as if he could barely hide it. You've come so far. You wouldn't have tried it before. This is really working, huh? Yuri gave a hesitant nod. I feel like... He stopped, some memories rising once again. I feel like I could do that in front of a class and not fall this time. Like the attention won't scare me. That's brilliant. And how do you feel about the competition? Good. Excited and he found that he spoke the truth. There were some nerves, of course there were. No one was ever immune to it, but it was less prominent. He could feel the excitement growing at the thought of being able to actually stand in front of an audience to be able to overwrite the failures of Yuri Kotsky. He could prove to the world that he could actually ice skate, that he loved what he did and he was proud of it. Oh, he gasped, remembering. Yuko says that I should make a name for myself, not my real one. Can I change my name on the form before you hand it in? The tutor's smile slipped for just a second before it was replaced with something that looked suspiciously fake. But to Yuri's young mind, he didn't notice. Of course. Do you have an idea? Yuri shook his head. No, nothing seems to fit. You'll come across something. Don't worry. And when you do, it'll be perfect. They found it accidentally. Yuri was in one of his ballet classes after school with Minako, practicing his stretches on the bar. Yuko was sitting on the floor, watching, throwing names into the air. Her lips stumbled over one absentmindedly, but something about it had Yuri stalling 
he told her to go back. Recite it. Feel the sound of it again in the open air. It sent shivers down his spine. And he knew it was the one. He didn't know why. It was simple. No real meaning behind it. But if his persona was a real person, he could see the name fitting so well. In her excitement, Yuko then decided to throw out surnames. It was found quickly, and soon they had a full name to play with. To create a person around. To flesh out into a whole new human being. Minako watched from the doorway. She had already expressed that she didn't understand the need, but had admitted soon after, too, that she didn't have the anxiety that Yuri did. How he went about conquering it was his choice, and as long as he was the same old Yuri without the mask, then it didn't matter. She clapped her hands together, startling the two young ones, and announced, Right, Yuri, as good as this is, you're only halfway through your stretches. The boy groaned and continued his exercises, feeling the strain in his muscles. He loved his ballet. He did. And he loved how flexible it had made him for his skating. He had been able to achieve some brilliant moves that people his age had yet to learn because of it. But he didn't like it so much during practice, when Minako pushed him above and beyond to achieve his goals. The first thing Yuri did when he finished his practice was head towards the ice castle, the name rushing through his head, flaring a little more to life with every thought, and he grew more and more sure. He stomped into the office, throwing the door open and proclaiming it for his tutor to hear. It's my name, he cheered, Yuko close at his heels with her own wide grin and pink cheeks. It's perfect. It was the first step. Unsure, Yuri followed his tutor, the mask already in place, his hoodie pulled up tightly over his head. The nerves were steadily growing. This wasn't what he was meant to be feeling. He wasn't nervous Yuri right now. He was meant to be someone else. He heard the gasps, the whispers, and saw the odd looks people cast his way. He wasn't surprised. He'd have reacted the same had he been in their place. But he wanted to wince and turn away when he felt their gazes, their tension. Their glances tingled over his skin, setting his heart into an unsteady rhythm. He felt a touch on his shoulder. You all right? Yuri looked up at his tutor. He was giving the boy a wide, gentle smile. His eyes were sparkling under the fluorescent lights above, and the shadow cast over one side of his face paled the other half further. It was easy to see the wrinkles now. The man was not old, only middle-aged, but his hairline was beginning to recede. The crow's feet at the side of his eyes were deep. His eyes held a wisdom that Yuri could only imagine. To a young one like him, his tutor was an old man, just without the humpback, the beard, and the walking stick. He didn't know why he was taking notice, though. He didn't know why it was important. 
At his silence, his tutor stopped him and knelt down to his level, keeping his hand on Yuri's shoulder. Yuri had never noticed how much taller the man was before. Listen, you... The man stopped himself, shook his head, and corrected in a whisper. Listen, Ren. This is your first competition. We're out of Hasetsu. No one knows who you are. You're a blank slate, ready to be created into anything you want to be. Yuri gasped. New. The stares around him. They weren't familiar. They weren't the stares of judgment. They were of curiosity. Wonder of who would be under the mask. They didn't know. And Yuri could be anyone he wanted to be under it. Anything in their gazes. Their attentions could be molded into awe. You ready to prove to them just who you are? Yes, Yuri whispered, finding the words sticking in his throat. His tutor smiled widely and stood back up. Good, because they're ready to see you. Yuri followed his tutor as they headed towards the changing rooms then. His head held high. The nerves were still running deep, but they were slowly dying down until he could feel the familiar flare of confidence settling under his skin. It only grew. Even as he was surrounded by other competitors in the changing room, watching as he laced his skates up, whispering behind his back. He found he didn't care about what they were thinking. Let them wonder what he was, who he was, how weird he was when he looked like this. But he had been practicing so much in his time. He was ready to blow them away and prove to them all that this was his love, that he wasn't scared anymore. The desire made him thrum with energy that desperately wanted to be released. He stepped out into the rink, and with a word of encouragement from his tutor, took off the guards and joined the others for warm-up on the ice. As the audience were getting comfortable in their seats, the commentators readying themselves before their microphones, he could hear the buzz of their words in the air. He didn't look around, but he could feel their stares on him the weird one that didn't show his face, the only kid that seemed to be wearing a hoodie. Others were wearing beautiful costumes, bright with sparkles and form-fitting. Yuri had never had the confidence to wear something like that before, though he used to want to. Yuko had suggested that they find a hoodie that he could glue glitter or gems onto. Instead, for his first competition, Yuri went with a simple ensemble of sequined trousers and then his plain hoodie. It wasn't beautiful, or elegant, or what skaters might consider traditional. If he joined more competitions, then perhaps he could find something that could be a more permanent article. But right now, with the small crowd looking on, his hoodie more than enough to catch their attention. He didn't need anything else. Soon the warm-up was over. Yuri had avoided doing his jumps in the warm-up, deciding that he should work more on his muscles and little aspects of his step sequence. Despite his newfound confidence, his jumps were still his weakest point. He tended to think too much about when during the actual act, 
and sometimes missed his landing because of it. But that didn't matter. As long as his nerves weren't getting in the way, he could learn to get better. The first skater went. He watched from the side, his eyes completely trained on the young boy. He was good. As the music started, it was easy to see the emotion poured into the program. The love, the fun, the time dedicated to it. But the boy fell on one of his jumps, a double axle, and he had landed awkwardly on his blade. He slid across the ice, but with gritted teeth rushed up and continued the routine, finishing in time with the music. Despite his failure, the boy smiled brightly at the cheering crowd. Yuri watched on in amazement. He didn't understand why the boy was so happy. Why wasn't he embarrassed? Ashamed? He had fallen in front of so many people. And the audience weren't laughing. The only word that came to Yuri's mind when he watched was brave. Yuri admired him for it seeing a quality in the boy that he himself didn't have, though had always wanted. He would never be able to stand up after falling in front of so many, and he would not have smiled about it. He would not have been able to look up, knowing that all the attention was on him, all the eyes, the pity. How did he do it? Suddenly, it was his turn. He stepped onto the ice and took his place in the middle of the rink. The lights shone above him, flaring against the white of the surface of the ice below him. He gazed down. His arms pulled up, pose ready. The rink hushed. He took one deep breath. The nerves were nearly gone. Yuri wasn't there. That anxious boy had been left at home hiding in his room. No, this was Wren. Wren stood in the middle like this, and he wasn't shying away from the attention. Instead, he basked in it, demanded it. Look at me, he thought, and witness what I've become, what I can become. A new persona for you all to see, for you all to admire. Someone Yuri had always lacked the courage to be. His name rang over the speakers above. And next up, we have Ren Himura. The announcer was saying more, but Yuri wasn't listening. He liked the way that his name echoed in the space, engraving itself into all of their memories. Because they would remember him. They would remember this performance. They would remember Wren. Now it was too far to turn back. As the announcer died away and the music began, he allowed himself to get lost in his persona, into Wren, and moved his body with muscle memory derived from hours upon hours of practicing the same program. His step sequence was always flawless. Having trained as a ballet dancer before his love of ice skating, he was used to timings and music and feeling the note through his body. It was as if the only way he could express his emotions was this way. 
he could hear the silence, feel the attentions of them all, and it amped up his confidence. He threw himself into it with determination. As the first jump came up, a triple lutz, he couldn't find the nerves he was so used to. Yuri used to always worry in the seconds before a jump, his mind replaying a failure over and over again until he hesitated and slipped. But Ren didn't. He moved with precision. A calm speed, nothing but assurance filling him. As he jumped, flying through the air, the breeze whizzing past, he knew he had done it. The landing was anything but shaky. It was sure, steady, and beautiful. He couldn't help but smile under his mask as he skated into the second half. One more jump. A simple routine. One that completely relied on emotion. He had hesitated once. A question of if he wanted to take his mask. When his tutor had told him that his emotions were his strong suit, that they would base his programs around it, he had been a little scared. Yuri showed a lot of his emotions through his face. He was an open book, as many liked to call him. He feared that having a mask would destroy his biggest winning aspect. So he and his tutor had spent a whole week dedicated to teaching him how to show more through his body. How the flick of a wrist could show he was happy. How the swipe of his arm showed how he was angry. How a turn of his leg showed the world that he was upset. Body language. And he would show the world his emotions through it. The time passed too quickly. He found himself at the end of his routine, the music thrumming to its end, his body twisting into its last pose before he stilled. There was a short bubble of stunned silence before the audience burst into an eruption of cheers. Yuri basked in it. He never knew that attention could make him feel like this. This loved, this accepted before. Why hadn't he done this ages ago? There was a camera clicking to his right, the flash illuminating the slight darkness every few seconds. The announcers on the speakers were commending him, saying how beautiful it had been. Already, Yuri was wondering what other competitions he could try. Look! Isn't he beautiful? Yuko gasped, pressing her face to the surface of the television screen. Look at his hair! The way he moves his costumes! Viktor Nikirov is amazing! Yuri would have looked, but the girl was in the way, and he didn't have the heart to push her aside. Even if it was his own home. He has confidence just oozing out of him, right Yuri? Sure, Yuri replied, taking another spoonful of the soup before him. You're not even paying attention, Yuko whined. Yuri looked up, and for the first time he could actually see the screen. At first, there was nothing special. As much as he loved ice skating, he didn't follow the sport as well as Yuko did. He never had the desire to compete before he found his persona, 
and especially not nationally or internationally. Otherwise, the sport didn't appeal to him if it wasn't him participating. But upon second glance, the screen caught his attention. It was bright, colorful, and a boy was the center focus. And he was beautiful. He had long, flowing silver hair, tied tightly into a tail behind his head. His costume was dark and glamorous, form-fitting with gleaming gems stitched into the fabric. But the thing that caught Yuri's attention was the boy's face. He was pale, smooth, with bright blue eyes, a straight nose, high cheekbones, and full lips. His expressions were breathtaking. With just a flutter of his eyelashes, he could change the emotion. With a twitch of his lips, he could tell a story. With one glance, he could stop any heart. He wore his emotions on his face more than anyone else Yuri had ever come across. And yet the confidence he was emitting was higher than even he himself when he was wearing his mask. He didn't understand how he could be like that while being so vulnerable as well. He was something that Yuri wished he could be. His program was stunning. With every jump, every step, he demanded attention. The audience was enraptured. Yuri was too, and he sat in front of the screen with Yuko, captivated. But he felt everything crash around him when the program finished and the music filtered away. The boy was walking off the ice. It was too soon. Yuri wanted it all to happen again, to relive it again and again, to see those features once more. I want to be like that, he muttered, not able to stop the words from coming out. Well, if you continue the way you are, who knows? Maybe you'll get to skate on the same ice as him one day. Yuko had said it as a throwaway comment. All of her suggestions seemed to start off like that. Before Yuri knew it, he was hoping that he would get the chance. He wanted to see this boy in person and see how he managed to keep away the anxiety and the nerves. He wanted to ask him, face to face, how he could be so vulnerable, so open to the world. If he made a mistake, everyone would know exactly who he was. How could he perform so amazingly with that in mind? How had his nerves not destroyed him? He promised himself that he would one day ask him, or at least be close enough to see how he worked it out. A few years, a poodle named after his new idol, a growth spurt, and a reputation later. Yuri found himself facing the Junior Grand Prix Finals. He'd finally grown into his mask, feeling the way it curved around his face in a perfect fit, and found a costume designer that would incorporate a loose hood in any costume for him to wear. In his time, he had also learned how to perfect his confidence, to hone it in certain areas of his routine that would accentuate his stories and his emotion. He was well known for his stories now, the way his body expressed the words without needing to speak them. 
and there were many out there who wondered how someone masked could show so much feeling. The reputation surrounding Ren Himura was great. It extended all over the world, building up a storm with every competition he took part in. Who was Ren Himura? Why wear a mask? What did he look like underneath it? Curiosity was a great thing. From just a small suggestion on Yuko's part, it had grown into a person, a personality, into a part of Yuri himself. It had started out as a way of coping with his anxiety, and in a way it still was. He knew he wouldn't be able to handle the attention any more now without it than he used to. But now it was more than even that. In the eyes of the world, Ren Himura was a real person. Yuri Kotsky wasn't. Ren was flesh and blood, a skating star, beautiful in his movements, filled with easy confidence. Ren was destined for great things. And there were already bets on just how big he was going to get. Some were already saying that he could win the Junior Grand Prix final. And there were a rare few that were already comparing him to the greats, even Victor himself. But curiosity was also a dangerous thing. He had a few people trying to yank his hood down or his mask off when they could. The hood wasn't a problem. He had plain black hair, nothing too significant. But he made sure that the mask was never to come off. The strings were replaced with a clasp. It had yet to come off in front of any cameras, despite how many people had tried. And the curiosity only seemed to grow with every article that was written about him. He stood off to the side. His tutor sat with him as they waited for his turn. The nerves, as always, were pushed down. Instead, he vibrated with excitement. He couldn't wait to be out on the ice, dancing with everything he had. His costume shone in the artificial light, drawing everyone's eyes to him. His hood was pulled up slightly over his head, resting over the top of the white mask. He breathed against the plastic, counting them one by one and the time between them. Up next for the short program is Ren Himura! Upon hearing his persona's name, Yuri stood. He threw off his jacket and stepped onto the ice. The audience stilled and hushed as the lights shone on his spot. He soaked it all in, allowed himself another breath, before he heard the music strum in the air. He wasn't afraid anymore. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Chapter 2 of November's Secret. Written by Lana Berry. Narrated and edited by Serd. Theme music Spirited Away by Guillaume. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to join us next month for Chapter 3. If you would like to read ahead yourself, 
check out Lana Berry's author page on archiveofourown.org. Till next time, happy listening. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.